Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. I'm going to give us a theme verse, and then we'll pray. The theme this week is, who can see God? Who can see God? Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, it reads, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Wow, who can see God? Jesus, on the Sermon on the Mount, said, Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. I know that's talking about knowing God, but I know it's also talking about seeing. Father, we thank you for this time. I ask for your help and your grace. I ask that you touch the people. And even as Paul who was Saul, got prayed for by a certain disciple. And hands were laid on him, and it says, something like scales fell off his eyes. And he was Saul, who was a murderer, who persecuted believers. But he saw on the road to Damascus, blinded, by light, knocked off, as it were, off his horse. And he was told to go to the street called Straight. And then the Lord speaks to a certain disciple named Ananias. It's the only time this Ananias is mentioned in the Bible. And guess what? You can be that certain disciple. It's not always about how many people we touch, but how deeply we touch people. Did you get that? I have had the Holy Spirit give me what I call redemptive interpretation about our lifespan, and this is what I believe today. It's not as important the length of our years as it is the depth of our impact. I want to be someone who does well, finishes well, and leaves a shadow of the Lord Jesus Christ everywhere I go. Who can see God? We talked about this, Jesus did, in the Sermon on the Mount. But also in Psalm 24, 
it says, Who can ascend the hill of the Lord? But he who has clean hands and a, the phrases used in the Old Testament, Jesus brings Old Covenant, Old Testament teaching, and he brings it over into the new. And Psalm 24 says, Who can ascend the hill of the Lord? He who has clean hands and what? A pure heart. Guess what? Our eyes are connected to our heart. Yes, I want you to get this. I really do. Our eyes are connected to our heart. Be careful what you bring in through your eyes. It will affect what you see, how you see, and how pure your heart is. Now, it says in Psalm 24, who can ascend the hill of the Lord? It's a question that we get to answer. And it says, he who has clean hands, it also says, and a pure heart. The problem is this. A lot of people go after trying to make themselves clean by a list of don't do this, don't do that. Don't do this, don't do that. Because it says clean hands. But here's what I've learned out of the new covenant realities, and it's this. It external works of the hands will be a result of cooperating with a deep internal work of the heart. Purity of heart will result in works that are acceptable unto God. Purity of heart will result in the external works of the hands being acceptable to God. Who can ascend the hill of the Lord? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. So the external fruit of our lives, the labor of our lives, is connected to the heart. And so is our capacity to see God and move in a prophetic, revelatory, seer realm. It's connected with what? Purity of the heart. Now, if I use the word holiness, some of you might have a little bit of a knee-jerk reaction. But we shouldn't, because the Bible says we're to be holy as God is holy. But sometimes using the word purity is a little bit easier to connect with. Ask God for a pure heart. You know, in the Psalms again, it says, don't take your Holy Spirit from me in Psalm 51. Created me a what? Clean heart. And don't take your Holy Spirit from me. I pray right now and you pray with me. God, give me a clean heart. God, Forgive me for all of the things I have done, the things I have looked on that I shouldn't have. Send your word like a hammer to shatter the stones in my heart. I don't want to have a hard heart. I don't want to have a dull heart. I don't want to have a dirty heart. I want to have a pure heart. Washed clean in the blood of Jesus, forgiven and walking in a gift of righteousness available through Christ Jesus. Wow, that's what I want, don't you? Well, that's our theme verses. Who can see God? 
So purity is a condition that is a precursor to our capacity or our ability to see God. Let me tell you an experience that I had one time that I think is interconnected. I was at a conference in Charlotte, North Carolina. I was actually at one of those awesome prophetic worship conferences at Morningstar. I was there with my friend Larry Randolph years ago. And I was incognito. I was acting like Clark Kent, and I was holding back and holding back at the back, and that was the final gathering. And and I just finally decided, oh, I just like, I gotta like jump in. And so I did. I went up to the front where the Don Potter leading worship, probably Leonard Jones, and it was awesome. In God, the presence of God. The presence of God was thick. It's called the manifested presence. And I went up there to the front. I went up in front of those big, huge speakers, and I said to the Holy Spirit, I said, blast me with everything you've got. That's a crazy prayer, isn't it? Who can see God? But I was hungry because I would minister a lot, and there wasn't too many opportunities where I would receive in a sense, ministry myself. And so that's why I went I went there to receive so I could continue to give. And I had this encounter. And as I said, blast me with everything you got, the Holy Spirit overwhelmed me with what? The beauty of the Lord. I was absolutely overtaken, overwhelmed in my feeler, in my knower, in my senses, in my seer, in my hearing with the knowledge of the beauty of the Lord. What's this got to do with who can see God a lot? One thing have I asked for, and that will I seek after, that I might behold the beauty of the Lord. Did you know what you behold, you become like? Did you hear that? What you behold, you become like. If you behold terror and violence, it will creep into your soul or your heart, and you might have some difficulties with intolerance, anger, hate but if you will behold the beauty of the lord guess what will happen you will be changed your sight will become clearer this is a key to moving in the seer anointing it's not by works but it is by divine cooperation it's an invitation into greater intimacy with god and here's what happened i was hungry and i said god infuse me empower me with more of your presence is basically what i said and i was overwhelmed with a revelation of what no it's who i saw a realm of the beauty of god i started in the spirit climbing a staircase yes a stairway to heaven Oh, that sounds like Psalm 24, who can ascend? Did you know we ascend into the presence of God? We ascend in worship. And I started 
climbing a stairway to heaven. And the more steps I would take, the brighter the light of God would become. And I remember in this interactive visionary seer experience, then I came up to a plateau and I stood there and I saw nothing but light, white, brilliant light. Who can see God? I saw white, brilliant light, and it permeated me. It's like it went in me from one direction and out of me, and it came into me from another direction and out of me, and it was coming into me from every angle it seemed possible, and I was being overwhelmed by the light of the beauty of God. Some in theology would call this the transcendent majesty of Christ. Oh my goodness, who can see God and stand? Moses asked that question. But in the new covenant, God invites us and he invites you to ascend to the hill of the Lord. Because guess what I discovered that day? New levels of light expose old levels of darkness. Did you hear me? This is so important to get this. That's why we need to constantly be in welcoming and inviting the convicting work of the Holy Spirit into our lives. Because new levels of conviction or new levels of truth or new levels of light do what? Expose old levels of darkness. It's called displacement. It's a displacing theology. More light, less darkness. More presence of God, less desire for sin and darkness. There are some who become deceived by another light, and it's a false light. It's an imitating light, and it's a shady light of darkness that does not come from God, from heaven, and by the angels of the Lord. It comes from the fallen one, Lucifer. And it's a deceptive light, and it's full of fantasy, and it's eventually full of pride, because that's why Lucifer fell. But I'm here to tell you and invite you who can see God. Blessed are the pure in heart. They can see God. And I've told you about this experience because all I wanted was more of him. And I exhort you right now, tell him what you want. Tell him who you want and invite new levels of light into your life and into your heart. Folks, that changed me. What remained with me, and okay, I, I, I remember one more thing. I started being so overwhelmed by the light of God, but it was the beauty of God. And I just started saying out loud over and over and over, Lord, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're 
beautiful. You're beautiful. Christ Jesus is altogether beautiful. He is full of light, and in him there is no darkness at all. And God invites you into this beauty realm. Yes, he really does. Well, Corey has asked a question. Ways to share what you see. Words sometimes just don't seem enough. And I think that Corey is making a comment along with the question. It's just like, well, how do I explain this experience I just had? Or how do you share out of that seer or prophetic revelatory realm? How do you share that with someone else? Or maybe you see something that might be dark on someone how do you deliver that or how do you deliver the promise well i would say the servant of god is to be gentle with all wow we are to deliver what god gives us with gentleness and humility knowing that it's not from us the package it's a gift gifts are given to us so that we can deliver them to others you can also do it with joy as well but do it in a non-pressureful manner at times do it conversationally now i'm gonna tell you i'm warning you at the same time because then the authority of god might just dump on you and you might have a download of the gift of faith and you might see something and the holy spirit will empower you to take authority over that darkness he really will particularly if you get their invitation and agreement that's really necessary okay so there are ways to share that will help build a bridge to carry the cargo. Nordia has asked, are dreams a common mode inward which the seer sees? Are dreams a common modality of which the seer sees? Absolutely. What are some of these different ways? Well, there's the internal snapshot picture. There is the open vision. Actually, in the Seer book, I unfold 12 different levels of supernatural visions. And so, yes, dreams are one of the most common ways that the Holy Spirit speaks to me. I get my assignments that way. Are they a common mode? Yes, they are. And they are available for you. How? Especially by sovereign calling, especially for the hungry, But now I'm giving you another key today, purity. Moving in increased dimensions of dreams and visions will also have an on-ramp of purity. Blessed are the pure in heart. They'll see who can ascend. Clean hands, pure heart. I want us to major in this closing podcast episode in the seer realm who can see god i want you to know that you know that you know it's that we have an open invitation god is the greatest 
employer that he is. He is the equal opportunity employer. And who does he want to enlist? Whoever's available. Whoever will come. And especially those who will cooperate with the word, the will, and the ways of God so that the light of God will grow and increase in your life and that you will be one of the growing company of a purity movement for such a time as this. So thank you, Corey and Nordia. I might not have exactly answered your questions in the technical manner, but in the spirit, in a broader way, I I trust that I have. And so I want to pray for you now, and I'm going to pray for this, that you can see God, but what I'm going to really pray is for you to have a pure heart. Father, I thank you that there is a river that makes glad the heart of God and that there is a way of approach that's not about performance, but it's about ascending in worship into the presence. I bless you right now in the name of Jesus that you will grow and increase in purity in thought, purity in motives, purity in the inward place, so that you will have external fruit They'll be pleasing to God. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.